0: again to mothers of multifamily it is my favorite day why because I get to interview these top performing mothers in real estate and these these mothers are amazing today today I have she is I can't even wait to for you guys to meet her her name welcome Princey Gill Princy, welcome to the show
1: Thank you, Pili. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited as well to be here with everybody.
0: Super excited to have you. Okay, so Princey. Princey is the co-founder of Wahe. Did I say that right? Absolutely, yes. Wahe uh, Capital and her core strength is financial operations. Prior to founding Wahe, she spent 14 years in Silicon Valley, designing and implement one of the most largest and most complex financial management systems ever created called S. A-P. If you know what that is, you understand the mind of this woman. She is fantastic. At Wahe Capital, Princey focuses on true true value creation through modern design, strategic sourcing, cost-effective renovations, and is also disrupting traditional leasing and property management model through technology. Princey maintains an unwavering commitment to the company's vision of enriching people's lives. I cannot wait to jump in that as well. She holds a master's degree in finance, Currently lives in the San Francisco Bay Area with Vikram her husband and their two amazing children. Princy, welcome you
1: are amazing. Thank you I'm amazing because I have amazing people around me truly so yes we all are blessed. So my
0: question Princy, that I ask all my mamas
1: How have you
0: done everything that it is you have done? You've created this amazing business. You've created businesses and the way, and I already know this about you, the way that you run your business is so key. How do you do everything and still do
1: all the mama stuff? Well, um, yes, I I do do a lot of things and, and I do them because I'm a firm believer in planning. I plan, plan, plan and then I execute and then I plan some more. So yeah, if you ask me how do I do it, it it really boils down to a lot of planning, a lot of know-how, a lot of what went wrong, what went right, what are the lessons learned, what is the root cause. So I'm I'm a very systems person if you know me. So I I like to plan my day, I like to plan my week and my months ahead. I uh, and then I execute on them 80% things work out 20 do not And dust off your shoulder and then start again you know and and figure it out where did we go wrong what is it that we can do better in order to avoid those mistakes and just live a life you know so
0: I love the thought of systematizing everything that you do that's exactly what Jason and I do we have done that for a while but I'm not I'm actually very opposite of you I'm very like flighty. Let's just go with the flow. Let's do things as they come, which is very different from what I tell everyone. I tell people, you have to get onto systems. You have to make sure your day is set. Time block your day. Make sure you know what you're doing. Review everything. And that's because I had to learn those systems. So Princy, was this something that you learned over time or were, were
1: you always a systems type of person? So I was when it comes to my professional life uh, uh, that's what corporate world world is all about and especially in the Silicon Valley. Um, you know, it's just a time, time is everything, you know, success, money, everything, nothing is, time is never going to come back. And I've worked on projects for the last 15 years, year and a half going live with a project. Everything was very much, uh, you know, systematic and, and time, done in a timely manner. If you're not, then you're talking a lot of business losses and all that stuff but when it come, came to my personal life I was really just like you I just went with the flow <laughs> I'm like we'll see how it goes oh no we have no potatoes today you know <laughs> kind of a thing so uh, I, I I was very much that person as well and then when we had our two, two boys and uh, then you just start to realize that if you don't put those systems and and planning in place, the whole family suffers in a way, right? You are not able to do stuff or things that you want to do, and then uh, that leads to frustration, and then a uh, time more wasted. So uh, it just works for for us as a family that if we plan and then we execute on it, at least that professionally, me and Vikram, we were we were uh, we, we were very system people. That's how what we were trained on. We did it right, but and then but at the same time. What started to happen was we started missing on personal life or personal goals. And that's when we sat down and we are like, oh my God, how do we get our life together again, you know, on a personal front? And that's where this whole thing came up. It was like, you know, as corporate it sounds, we just need to plan everything in our personal life, too, and that's the only way we can have some sanity and, and, you know, still continue to enjoy whatever we do on a daily basis, so, yeah. So, how did you make that jump? Because so many
0: people are like, well, I don't know, I don't want to bring, like, the rigidness of my work to the the home life. How do you make that transition? And Because I had the same thought. I thought to myself, Okay, I've systematized my businesses, I know exactly what I'm doing, where, and yes, things happen. um, But the thing is, when those things happen, you know where to put them, because you know exactly how your day is run. But how do you do that with family? How did you make
1: that transition? So I I did something that uh, people that know me, my family, my friends, would never thought I would do which is waking up in the morning, uh, we, we, we both sat down really and we were like, how do we create that time and not just day catching on us, right? <laughs> and then things happening to us, how do we, we turn this around and, and yeah, we, we get up at 4am, we've been doing that for past just about three years or more, I would say. Uh, like today, I actually woke up at 3:30 because I have other things planned, and then I had to take squeeze on half an hour for you, which was what I was very excited about. So I'm like, no, I'm gonna get up at 3:30. So we on generally we wake up around four, uh, and that really helps helps us um, as, as a couple really to catch catch up with each other. As individuals, for me, it's very important to work out. Um, I've just few years in my life, I didn't I neglected my health. And uh, at some point I I made that decision that I'm I'm good at everything else why is it that I have to put my health and taking care of me at the backseat which all of the moms do it (laughs) (laughs) but I was like you know what Uh, this has to change and and waking up at four was also part of that so it's not just waking up at four and checking your emails per se it's more about waking up at four and and you know connecting with Vikram over a cup of coffee say let's say uh, then talking to each other like what is it that you need help with versus you know what you need to take care of the boys because this is very important for me today and I need to take care of this so communicating with each other um, and yeah from there taking care of your body and come 7 a.m I let life happen to me (laughs) then I'm like okay we'll go with the flow you know (laughs) See, that
0: is everything you just said is so key especially what you said because I do wake up early too I wake up between 4.30 and 5 o'clock um, and I basically roll out of bed and onto my yoga mat but, I mean I've and I've done different things sometimes I wake up and go straight to the bathroom throw water on my face sometimes I wake up going immediately downstairs make myself a cup of coffee but in the last couple of weeks I've just rolled out of bed and onto my yoga mat and then I'll just I'll start doing yoga because it's the, it, it wakes my body up that way um, but how do you as soon as I started talking about yoga I completely forgot the actual question I will get to that it'll come back to me how? how did you do the oh that's what it is i knew i would i knew it would come back 4 30. so you usually wake up at four o'clock but you added this is key folks this is why i like stuttered until i could figure it out what is key is that she made the time princy made the time. She woke up, she didn't say, okay, I'm just gonna like kind of like fit Peely in here and I'm gonna like say no to this so I can put this here. Princey decided I'm gonna wake up a half an hour earlier so my day doesn't change for this interview. That's key folks. So many times I get on calls or I talk to people, they're just like, I don't have time to do all those things Peely." And I was like, once upon a time, I was a bartender. I I didn't wake up until noon and I went to bed at seven in the morning. If I can do it, you can too. So, and it sounds like, maybe you weren't a bartender, Rincy. but it sounds like you were very much not a morning person. can not what... change things?
1: Uh, they really did. And I, um, and I always, joke with my mom about it um so my mom was an entrepreneur just like me she ran businesses and she always told me the importance of getting up in the morning and starting your day right and all of that stuff and you know you don't listen to them but they come back to you <laughs> so yeah um yeah my, uh, so waking up in the morning is definitely one of the key reasons uh, for for success not just number wise with success and personal f- fulfillment as well that I have and and it's, it's just it just came to me I was someone who if I had meetings at seven or eight people could joke that oh Prince is gonna make it or not and I, I used to work a lot at night so that's another thing so I, I want people to understand this that if I do if as a family we wake up at four we as a family we shut off the light between nine and nine thirty nine forty forty five you know we all have made as a family a decision that we're gonna sleep early so that we can wake up early your body still need those seven eight hours of sleep right so but before it was the other way around i used to be up till like 12 or 1 working working and then wait of course then the body is going to wake up but yeah that's what what changed and and i'm happy like today i have i had a deadline of i had to submit some financial reports it was if it was old me would have not gone to sleep till I would have done it right but I'm like and and I was still tempted to tell them frankly I'm like calm down it's okay it's gonna be okay I'm gonna wake up in the morning all I need is two hours to finish that work either it is right now or in the morning and and I did that so yes but it takes discipline yeah it takes it yes
0: I was just about to say it's all discipline, it's all mindset, it's all getting it's kind of just getting over yourself and getting over the the thoughts in your head. Because I'm sure you had this too. And correct me if I'm wrong. I I don't wake up in the morning. I don't I don't go to sleep until I work better at night. I and all these what are some of the the untruths that you used to tell yourself that you had to get over once you
1: had children um that i cannot go to sleep until i finish what i had to finish (laughs) to the day and um that it's not okay to to leave unfinished things i was was a big believer and doer of multitasking so i was that i'm not that anymore (laughs) I, I, do, I do prioritize my week, I say what is my most burning thing, what, what, where is the most impact, right, like what is it that we as a company, we as a family, me as an individual need to do this week or today and then I go in and try to accomplish those rather than trying to do 10 things and not being able to finish those it was a big change for me um to do that but i started making notes i I carry a notebook with me all the time uh, just to remind myself that this is what i need to finish today this is the most burning issue for our business to move forward rather than doing trying to do everything which nobody should (laughs) no
0: and so many times especially you mamas out there i know you're listening you're thinking you can do all the things and you said this is something i want to come back to you said something that all mamas do. We take care of everything else and we forget about ourselves. So I want you to dive a little deeper into that. How how did the old Princey kind of take care of herself versus what you do for yourself now?
1: Yeah, so the old Princey never really took care of herself in a way I do now. Uh, and it just came by um, having that understanding that the true pleasure it gives me when I take care of myself. Right, I I was never into spending too much. I, I like, I have a great relationship with Vikram. So we spend a lot of time together. So I never was really into too many friends or going out with them there's a lot of things in my life and I hope it changes but I think it's a waste of time and I don't do that I do not watch news I don't watch TV I don't know what's happening in the world I really don't know I'm just so focused on our business and our kids and Vikram and me it's just that and it works for me so yes um, it really started me as you mature I think as you become mother I think you get like a double superpower when you give birth (laughs) (laughs) i always joke yes. with my friends i always tell them you know nobody's got anything on you once you become a mom because if you can go through that transformation everything else you just laugh at it. you're like it's okay we can deal with this right because um, it it's a it's a big thing your body everything changes you go through when you become a parent when you give birth and and that rush of love that I never thought I could love anybody as much as I love Vikram but you know and I tell him right now like, oh my god I'm s-. and I never actually thought I, I would be such a loving mom because <laughs> <laughs> I was such a professional right I was always into the corporate world and it was more like yes now we need we should have babies and we did you know that kind of a thing but it's just it's amazing once you become a parent it's the it's the amount of the, the rush of your love and, and everything that you get and you want you wanna do everything for your kids and make sure they're good citizens, right? So you gotta improve your habits first. Now you can't get away with not doing something that is wrong. You do have to pick up your towel and you know, do everything in between. That's just that's what parenthood is all about. Right?
0: It's so. small things, like you just said, picking up your towel. How can you expect your son and or daughter in your case your sons to grow up to be kind-hearted individuals who take care of the planet who take care of themselves if you are not doing that yourself and it sounds like you're teaching them by by leading them by showing them the way and i want to dive into this and you and for my listeners, you can actually find out more about Princey's uh, business, Wahey Capital. Uh, the Actually, the taping should come out before this one. So listen to that. Go back to that taping if you want to know more about her business. But I'm going to fast forward into something that I've been dying to ask you about. So I was going to ask you about it during our last interview, but I'm going to ask you about it now. I want to dive into it. So you said one of your one of your sons, I believe, has allergies of some sort. So can you dive into how
1: your how your son has actually affected your business? Sure. Um, so yeah, before that, actually, Vikram had ulcerative colitis for about ten years, and that impacted our life and also impacted what was important to us versus what was not important to us for a very long time. And then we were truly blessed to have Ranveer, who's our firstborn. Um oh, he's 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 truly an amazing human being. And me and Vikram sometimes we say, well, How come we gave birth to this? You know? <laughs> he's such a beautiful soul. But yeah, when he was one year old, we found out he had multiple allergies, environmental allergies, food allergies, and and uh, most of his food allergies he's outgrown them, but he do have environmental allergies and when in 2017 we bought our first community, we all were sitting uh, sitting there and you know how they do micro um, repositioning which is spray on the countertops, um, don't use VOC, low VOC paint and all of that and he's, we were sitting with him with our construction manager and we were discussing you know, what, what changes are we going to bring in this community or this unit and all of a sudden I looked at him, he was um, I believe 3 or 43 years old and his face started to swell and you know and like from the lips and everything and and we were like what's happening and we started driving he was to the point he couldn't breathe we gave him benadryl and stuff like that that's when i found out what really goes in these units at that time me and Vikram we were both working in our corporate jobs but i was always very passionate about real estate it's something i absolutely love doing you know transforming stuff and at that point, we just educated ourselves much more to really what goes into these apartments. You know, what it, what it, why is it that a person or a family who's doing two jobs or three jobs that their kids have to get exposed to something like this? What is it? And, and I know, you know, financially, yes, you have to balance your books and it has to make sense. At that time, me and Vikram made a decision that what we as a company are gonna do and what we are not gonna ever do, right? So we are we rich lives. We are impact investors. We we work very very hard uh, to do what we do. But that's 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 a road. That's a decision we have made, and it has worked great for us because our intentions are are very clear. Um, our vision and objectives saying we are. So we we put quads counter We use you know carb to combine kitchen cabinets, low VOC paint and um, you know waterproof flooring for the pets and stuff like that and then we use that for our marketing but we as a company we are like okay we are gonna do this and we are not gonna do this ever and then we go and we figure it out how to make it financially you know stable and how to make sure we do this but at the same time you're profitable as well so yeah anything is possible once you put us your mind to it
0: i love the idea you're being so environmentally friendly you're being kind to your tenants, you're putting your tenants first before profits. I mean, let's let's all be honest, you have to make profits. You have to make sure your your investors are taken care of, but all those numbers are taken care of in the beginning. So if you can put that into your numbers that you are going to also take care of the tenants by using materials that are kind to them that are environmentally friendly, then why not do it? When you told me about that, I was just, I was
1: I was like love it. Yeah and you know I have a financial background so I look at every dollar we spend how far does that do, does this dollar go so uh, spraying a countertop cost about $250 in in regular markets I was like you know after maybe at best this will do two turns or three turns most of the time there's gonna be some chip, something somebody's gonna put a pan on there after one turn you're gonna to continue to spend this this amount of money why don't we? and that's where the, the sourcing model came in we are like we gonna source our own material we will make sure that we bring in at a cost that it is cost effective and at the same time after that you know what you want to spray Clorox go ahead and spray Clorox on our countertops. there is no problem with that so yes um, so we we, I love to question we, we me and Vikram, we both do we butt heads and um, and become and we come up with a solution that's best for for the tenants out there so
0: I love the fact that you take it you've taken this nurturing spirit of being a mother to nurturing your tenants at the same time because you're you wouldn't use these things in your own home so why would you subject your tenants to that? that is an amazing mindset to have from being from a multi provider standpoint because we want to enrich our investors lives as well but why not take care of everybody and let it be known that you do this so that's something you can let tenants know that you can come and live in our apartment maybe for a few dollars more than the apartment down the road, guess what you get? You get a safe place to live. So that is amazing. So let's dive. Okay. Let's switch, let's switch topics. One more question before I let you go, let's dive into what you said about you thought you were not going to be a loving mom because of whether your mindset was, or you just, it's not something that not everyone thinks of it until it happens. Why did you think that about yourself if you don't mind me asking? Because sure, I know um, there's a lot of women out there who have had that thought and then what changed?
1: So um yeah. I, I joke about it. Nobody prepares you. They they teach you maths and science and everything else in between at school. They don't teach you how to be a parent. Um I was one of those parents who had to really dig and, and read some books. To how to how to do this you know um, different things that come along now you have given birth to this this thing and it's so beautiful and you love it so much and you want to take care of it and and for at the same time we forget you know that you are a parent and and they they are also humans but yeah I, I i didn't think of that just because people don't talk much about it they they'll talk about having a career they'll talk about having monies in the bank they'll talk about you should take care of yourself and everything else and you should learn how to cook but nobody tells talks about how to become a good mother or a good father right uh, and they expect it to either come natural or we or we don't do that good of a job as we should do to these little creatures as i call them okay. so, so yeah that that was it wasn't it wasn't that i used to think about it but it was at the same time it wasn't that i was exposed to or or I put much thought of it, to it and I, I was like, oh my God, I hope I can, I can do this, you know? And um, there were a few, few times that we stumbled and then I picked up a book and I was like, yeah, this makes sense. So yeah, it's educate, educating yourself, I, it's very, very important no matter what it is. It's just not, yeah, nobody's born as a parent. And yeah, you should read books, you should understand, you should, um, yeah, so I'm still learning. I'm still learning how to be a good mom there are times that yeah i feel like you know do this this way and it's it not it doesn't really work that way every time so i still then i step back and and feel what is it that i can do differently next time and then i try to implement it yeah
0: that was a fantastic answer thank you for that and that i i'm saying thank you for myself and for all the mamas out there that might have had the same thought like i don't think i'm going to be this way i don't think uh, you look at this like standard of the perfect mom and you're like i'm not that how can i be that no one's perfect and you learn every day and i love the fact that you're saying you said that i am learning every day how to be a better mom how to be a better parent so if any of my listeners out there take anything away from our conversation it's that it's even with business parenting is the same way you're continuously learning whether it's from your significant other whether it's from the people around you or just reading a book or you know what listening to your children so before i let you go how can my listeners reach out and get a hold of you if they have any questions about how you run your business or how to be a better mommy
1: Oh, <laughs> that's so kind of you um they can reach me at Princi p-r-i-n-c-i at wahicapital.com i um, they can search me on LinkedIn. My name is Decently Unique. You can find me by just Google me, Princey Gill on LinkedIn or on Facebook. And that's the best way to contact me.
0: Well, thank you so much, Princey, again, for coming on and sharing your story. This was, I, you have honored me with your presence. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you so much. It was great to be here fantastic. And for everyone that's listening,
0: thank you so much. I am grateful that you took this time to listen. If you loved what you heard, please rate, review, subscribe, press all the buttons, comment below. Let us know if you have any questions. What Princey does, ask her about how her how her systems go. Ask us any questions and we will get back to you ASAP. You are all amazing. Thank you so very much. Again, so grateful. Have a great day. Talk to you later. Thank you. Bye now. Bye. Join us for your second cup of coffee every Monday through Friday at noon.
1: Live every day, bringing us our best content we've done so far. Super excited, super engaging, bunch of great guests. We're here to answer your questions and we so appreciate you listening. Make sure to check us out.
0: Can't wait to see you.